Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish dash tech dash news. Hello and welcome to the show with me, Julian Gotzel. Today, my guest is Hugo Fillion, co-founder and CEO of Flare Networks. So, Hugo, I want to ask a question. What on earth made you and your two co-founders decide you wanted to create a Layer 1 blockchain? What possessed you? Uh, well, as you know, there's a lot of Layer 1 blockchains out there. Um, however, most of them are dealing with sort of various aspects that are not necessarily perfect in our industry today. So you've got newer blockchains focused around scaling. You've got other blockchains focused around different types of scaling, sharding, zero knowledge proofs, each trying to do you know their own thing. Just scaling by itself doesn't necessarily lead to more utility for the industry. Because currently blockchains are quite limited in actually what they can do. Essentially, they're a ledger and they can uh, they can confirm what has happened on that ledger. They can come to consensus over it. Uh, that's a perfectly great utility, but it's not necessarily a utility that by itself can scale to, to offer products to the entire population of the world. And ultimately, that is what we want out of this new technology. So really what Flair is trying to attack is not the scaling problem. Uh, ultimately, the scaling problem will become a commodity mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in the same way that, you know, we all use algorithms that are today essentially commodities as standard practice. Uh, and so we don't think there's much marginal benefit to trying to tackle the scaling problem. Whoever tackles it first will only have a short, um, a, a short sort of uh, advantage uh, it'll be any any truly competent scaling mechanism will be absorbed by you know everything uh, everything else out there very quickly. Uh, what we're trying to do is tackle the utility problem of blockchain, which is at the moment you only have really you know one major product, DeFi. I wouldn't even call it a a use case. I'd call it a set of primitives with some limited usage. Um, and, you know, but uh, we think that both DeFi and the use of decentralized blockchains can be essentially rolled out to a much larger number of people if you have one additional thing, which is as much data as possible. And so Flare is the blockchain for data. It has native protocols to be able to come to consensus over and absorb essentially data from external systems both blockchains and just web two APIs. We think that that gives uh, developers the ability to build much more interesting applications. And then we think that those applications therefore have the chance to actually gain a very large user base. Okay, that's really interesting. Data, not scaling, data, not, which is and not just DeFi. So you also built, when you created your, 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 um, uh, architecture you created a test net as well a canary network why did you create that and, and what what influenced you there so yes uh flares canary net songbird has been out since september 2021 uh songbird exists 
both to allow us as the Flare Foundation to test our protocols in the wild, uh, meaning on a blockchain where value exists. So this goes beyond testing uh, a protocol on say a network where no value exists, where there's very little incentive for people to, um, I suppose, try to undermine the protocol. Uh, it also allows us to observe whether our, uh, our analysis of human behavior, participant behavior is correct. Uh, as you know, all blockchains rely on some form of uh, game theory for you know safety or consensus or you know whatever whatever that whatever protocol you're building, uh, ultimately it's got to be used by people, uh, and and it usually you want to be able to see the interactions of that usage. Uh, Songbird for us has been extremely useful there, uh, and it's also built to allow developers. Uh, who build within the Flare ecosystem to test their protocols on Songbird first um, before transitioning to our mainnet Flare. As importantly, Songbird is a governance network for Flare. So it's the first step of community governance in, in the Flare governance mechanism. So we have a lower house, which is Songbird, and an upper house, which is Flare, uh, very much a bicameral system. And then lastly, what's most important about Flare is because it has these data protocols, uh, one of those data protocols allows Flare and Songbird uh, to be able to essentially prove what has happened on another blockchain uh, onto the chain. So having that going both ways between Flare and Songbird also could allow Songbird to be essentially a viable L2 for uh, additional compute on Flare. So essentially three roles, CanaryNet, Governance, and L2. Okay, I didn't realize all three of them were in there. With the feedback, having that, that CanaryNet, has that changed the ambitions of the Flare network from the beginning to now? So I don't think the CanaryNet has, but it has been absolutely excellent for analyzing one of our data providing protocols called the Flare Time Series Oracle. Uh, we've already suggested through governance several major changes to that protocol, and there are likely to be a few more. Um, I think our ambitions expanded before we got to Songbird. Uh, so originally, Flare was built to be uh, essentially a layer two for um, a, a particular blockchain called XRP. Uh, Flare is now the blockchain for data. It is its own layer one uh, that gives rise to interoperability, both with other blockchains and with the internet. So tell me about the recent airdrop. What happened? What, what, what went right? What went wrong? And where are we now? So the distribution uh, went out to essentially about 350,000 addresses, every major exchange in the industry. Um, and is one of the largest and widest and most uh, sort of decentralized token distributions uh, in the history of crypto. So uh, that also meant that Flare got massive support from exchanges. Uh, it's listed across many, many different exchanges, uh, pretty much every major exchange barring Coinbase and Binance. 
uh, Coinbase have confirmed that they will be distributing uh, and listing the token, which is uh, a good result for uh, the network and for the community. Uh, we distributed 15% of what will be distributed to the public on the distribution date. Uh, and the remaining 85% of that distribution uh, can be earned over 36 months by wrapping your flare on the network. So it's earned pro rata. So if you are 10% of what is wrapped, you earn 10% of that month's distribution. The same the following month, the same the following month, and so on for 36 months. So it's very much sort of modeled after the Bitcoin kind of mentality where you have relatively high inflation in the early days for people that contribute to the network, you know, at, in the early days. And that's very, uh, you know, that's a very important aspect. We, we want to grow the community as quickly as possible. We want that community to be able to par partake in the network by wrapping their flare. If you wrap your flare, you can still use it in, um, in applications so long as they support the distribution back to wrap flare uh, holders, which is uh, a really important thing because it doesn't undermine the utility of the network. So um, Flare says connect everything. Going back to your original point, you're the, the blockchain for data. So is that how, is that your, your killer approach, if you like, because we all want mass adoption. DeFi is great, but it's, as you say, it's it's not necessarily the be all and end all. So is how will having that data, uh, what will people build with it? What, what's your vision for to, to create mass adoption through being the blockchain for data? <clears throat> So I think when it comes to these kind of things, it's impossible to know what people will build to it ahead of time and impossible to know what will be the killer app. Um, in a way, you know, I'm not sure that the people that built YouTube realized that that would be almost one of the largest properties on the Internet. Um, in the same way, perhaps Facebook also maybe didn't realize the scale of the thing they were doing. Uh, so, you know, what we're looking for with the blockchain for data is to enable people to be able to take data from other places and use that on a blockchain. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means you can use identity. It means you can use, you can plug into games. You can plug into social media networks. Uh, you can plug into uh, any data source, maybe the DMV, uh, you know, assuming that they're, assuming it's an open data source, uh, maybe open banking. And this then allows people to create applications where DeFi then becomes relevant to them. So imagine you're someone that uh, is playing a game and you wish to buy an in-game asset, mm -hmm. but you don't have the requisite token for that. That's where getting that token from DeFi is valuable to you. You buy an in-game asset, maybe you earn something in a play-to-earn game, and you can then realize that profit from your earnings uh, but again, back through DeFi. That at scale is extremely compelling. Uh, today, however, DeFi is extremely limited in its utility uh, because it cannot really be used broadly. And it's also just not that appealing. So we think by essentially providing a monetization layer uh, in blockchain for existing Web2 properties, then you've got um, a real inroad into uh, mass adoption. So that's so bring, our play. Bringing web two to web three, which is obviously a bit of a, a holy grail. We need to do that. So 
how are the community responding to your activities so far? What kind of feedback are you getting? So uh, our community is large, voracious for information, um, intensely critical when something uh, something happens that you know is not necessarily perfect, um, and rightly so. Uh, and however, we just had on 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 Friday night uh, the culmination of the vote to change the distribution to the mechanics I previously described in this interview. Uh, that we we essentially didn't participate. Uh, there was some very minimal participation from our team, so we didn't vote really, um, and it passed with a ninety three percent majority. So community clearly Active. expressing expressing their their support for what we're doing, uh, voracious for applications to launch on the network, uh, voracious for the. Um, you know, the functionality that is offered by Flare to unfold and be used. And of course, as a foundation, we are supporting, um, you know, any developer, uh, any credible developer that wants to build around the network with grants, potentially investments. Um, we're looking for partnerships with companies and with other blockchains uh, as, as interoperability in our space is key. That's so cool. So people want to find you. Where do they find you to talk about partnerships, building on the on the network, etc.? So Flare.network is our website. Um, it has uh, a grants portal where you can send an info, uh, send a uh, send an email to us essentially uh, with a, a quick summary of your project. Uh, we're very large on Telegram. We have a very large Telegram group. We we have a very large Twitter presence. We have a Discord. Uh, you can also email info at flare.network and we'd be delighted to hear from you brilliant well blockchain for data i'm looking forward to seeing the applications that are going to start building on flare thank you so much for your time hugo um, and uh, thank you for everybody listening thank you indeed thank you thank you for listening to the latest irish tech news podcast check back every day for the latest episode you can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish tech news on LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish tech news dot IE and on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish tech news.